You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everybody. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority today with another um, uh, <laughs> of my podcast, Healing Matters. Um, I've done so many different things. You sometimes blend them all together. You forget. But anyways, um, we're doing a show today on vitamin D. This is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. Um, I'm on the YouTube, Jason Eagle QRA. I'm on uh, Facebook, uh, Strategic Healing. Uh, my podcast, Healing Matters. Uh, hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe, the whole shebang. Um, we're doing vitamin D today. And the vitamin D of really it's a concept too. We're going to learn what vitamin D is and really what is the best vitamin D. And the, the short skinny of it is, is you are the best vitamin D. You make vitamin D. Okay. And we make it from sunshine and, but we can also, we can eat it and what's and take it as a supplement and blah, 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 all these different things. And what's the best. So, um, I'm going to say again, the best is you, which is sunshine, getting sunshine on your skin. Um, again, people talk about, well, what about, you know, the, all the damage of stuff like that? I'll get into that. And if you're that concerned about it, then limit it to, uh, 20 minutes. But that 20 minutes is without sunglasses, without any glasses on your eyes. Go out there and sit on a, you know, on a park bench or something like that, or put your bare feet on the grass. Um, get as much skin exposure as you can. I mean, don't be obscene, but you know, again, the arms, the legs, the hat, the, the head, the face, the feet, take your shoes off, this type of thing, and keep it to about 20 minutes if you want to, and then cover up. Okay. But, uh, many people go, well, you know, is there a risk of over? No, there is no risk of overdosing from the natural sun. There are some risks of people taking too much vitamin D as a supplement. I know a case and when I used to work in the chiropractic office at uh, Dr. Chase in, um, St. Clair Shores, awesome, uh, chiropractor chain trained by, um, Dr. Goodhart himself, and uh, I never met Dr. Goodhart, but who was the inventor of the advanced kinesiology, the muscle testing, um, a, a miracle of a man, a, a, an icon. Um, I never met him, but I learned so many things from his practice because, you know, the the guy that was at the foot of the master, I was at his foot, and I learned so many different things about this. But, um you know, the, what I learned in that one was is <laughs> uh, there's a, a a supplement that they make, which is a vitamin D emulsion, and it's this great um, drops, but you're only supposed to take so many drops, and somebody's cat got into it, ate the whole bottle, and, and it died, and you can die from um, kidney failure immediately. It causes the kidney shutdown. So, again, keep it out of children and stuff like that, and, and that's why, again, the safest and the best is getting the sunshine, you know. Uh, there are times in the winter times where we can't get it here in Michigan. And so, you know, about up to September and something like that, um, you know, then you can't get it. And so you have to rely upon some uh, foods. There's other thing in terms of exposure on races. If you are a darker skinned person, 
that 20 minutes should be closer to, let's say, 40 minutes because it takes longer for a dark skin to absorb and produce vitamin D from. Uh, and it makes it so much more important for dark skinned people that live in northern climates to get vitamin D because the drop of vitamin D in a person um, is correlated with levels of really bad health things in terms of low chronic low levels is your heart disease, chronic low levels is your stroke, um, chronic low levels is hypertension, is um, diabetes, is all of these things on which you look at darker skin communities have much higher risks and so uh, and, and have the highest numbers within inside America. However, you go to southern climates where they get uh, where everybody gets more vitamin D. But it's funny, I've always known like you know people that live in California. Like when I visit in California, it's like woohoo, it's great. You know, I'm from Michigan, and you know people that like you know grow up there like. Yeah, you don't go out to the sun. I don't, they, we have a beach. We don't go to the beach. It's remarkable how when you get it, and part of it is, is because enough of it keeps you happy and keeps you, you know, kind of leaven, you know, even keel. Does, doesn't mean that people in California are even keel. I think crazy, but, um, <laughs> um, it's about health. We're talking about health. And I hear in Michigan, like the days, it's starting to get spring right now. It is beautiful out there and you can get outside and get some, you know, walk and, and get outside and get some sunshine, sit in the backyard, read a book, you know, in, on your lunch break, go out and spend some time there. Um, I'm going to get back, back into answering that whole thing about the scientific, well, what about the damage and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you convert the damage. You are the antidote to the damage. The plants that live out in the, in the heavy sunshine. The colors. Color is everything. And, um, vitamin D is an evidence that you're getting the colors. So, um, why do we need vitamin D? We'll get into how you convert it, but, and how you produce it, but why? Okay, why vitamin D? Vitamin D is important for your bones. That's the first thing that most people think of. And without your bones having enough structure and calcium and stuff like that, you, the aging process and the brittle process in terms of, you know, being more at risk of I fall and I break a hip or something like that, or I'm a kid and I'm playing on the monkey bars and I, I crack my arm or, I, you know, I bust my, my ribs. I know a bunch of um, gymnastics coaches who have been in it for decades and say, you know, from let's say the 90s kids, the late 90s to like basically the 2000 kids that come in and show up like are brittle. They, they have bones that break or green stick fractures and stuff like that way, way at lesser levels of impacts than they did before. And, uh, it's the crappy eating. It's really the crappy stuff. It's, and again, not, you know, the kids being on their stupid Xbox and, and, and not getting the sun and mom and dad going, yeah, they're fine. You know, at least they're not pulling my hair out. Like I, I'm not making them go out like my mother did. And we wanted to, I was on my bike and we were outside so much and it was different. And, uh, so lifestyle choices of, uh, are, is everything, especially as a kid. Um, because you build up reserves, you build up this. Now, vitamin D is also, we've heard this about the, with the coronavirus and other stuff. It's important for the immune system. Vitamin D is the immune system. Okay. So we know that we make vitamin D for skin, from the skin. You have an external skin and you have an internal skin. Okay. 
internal, what's the internal skin? Inside your nose, inside your mouth, the moistness of your eyes, inside your ears, any orifice of your body, and then the in, the, what's called the endothelial lining, which is all the way down your throat, your stomach, your everything. That's a skin. It is, and it's a slippery skin inside your lungs. Okay. The endothelial tissue that then become, and then these are what's called mucosal tissue because we are always breathing in stuff, just like we're always being hitting by the sun, the sun creates damage, but then you have to convert the antidote. The same thing is with your inside, especially inside the nasal passages. When a person gets low vitamin D, what happens is the endothelial tissue, your mucus changes. You it, you get the thick, sticky mucus, which grabs onto stuff. And that's the idea of mucus is to be the blob so that anything that is a foreign invader wall gets stuck in that. And it's a juice that holds onto them. And it's a material that's sticky, but it also is like a, a barrier between you and the endothelial, which is the skin, you know, your boogers. And then the, there's the skin, under, the slippery skin that's underneath that. The slippery skin itself too is a slippery skin and very special skin because it's designed the mucus in this everything is designed to grab onto these things and take it away so that it has no chance of getting into the bloodstream, okay? You inhale a virus, you inhale a pollen, you inhale all these things. If you're normal and you have good internal skin, there's no cracks and it can't get in there. That's why so many people get the colds and stuff like that in the beginning of the winter time. And I said this on my video before, which is when people start driving in their car with the heater on, instead of the air conditioner or instead of the windows open and then turn on their heat inside their house, but didn't change how much water they started drinking or didn't change in terms of their vitamin D, they stopped getting sun. Then what happens is, is we get cracks and there's these little micro cracks. And when we get dry, those micro cracks now, instead of having a mucos, mucosal lining and the skin endothelial that doesn't allow for the virus to get in, it's got a highway to hell. It's right in and it goes right into your bloodstream, okay, through those cracks. And so that's why we catch these things so quickly. Now, what keeps that lining very, very intact and thick? You created in, inner, thicker inner skin by the vitamin D. So it is, is in the real life, we were designed to be damaged by the sun which then creates your body to then build up the vitamin D production, which then is the signal to then create the good internal thick skin, right? I'll explain that a little bit, okay? So the most important thing about the immune system is that it creates this internal, because the, these cracks can also form all the way inside the gut. So you go just not just from breathing the dry air. These cracks can then happen in your throat, in your esophagus, in your stomach. These cracks... Now then go into, zoom in through your nose and then into the airways, which is it, you breathe in, it goes into not the esophagus, not that tube, but it goes into the airway, okay? And the airway now goes into the bronchioles, goes into the tubes, which is, you've all seen those commercials, the lungs of these air chambers, and it looks like the roots of a tree with little grapes at the end. That's what the alveoli is, is the little air sacs, okay? Well, those are all lined with the same mucus and the same type of endothelial lining because you think that you're going to stop something with just the hairs of your nose and everything's designed to stop as much as possible. But stuff is going to get in. Smoke is going to get in. 
Well, it's designed to hit that and viruses are going to get in and mold is going to get in. So, but if we have good vitamin D, then from, you know, your saran wrap is intact. You've created your saran, which means you're protecting your lungs too. So people with high vitamin D are, are way, way less prone to, you know, the, um, uh, the lungs disease and the heart disease and all this other stuff because the disease is really a response. Disease, think about this. Disease is your immune system attacking something or stuck thinking it's attacking something. It's attacking something. So the infection is not the virus or the bacteria. It's your body's immune system going after it. And then if it has low antioxidants and low minerals and you don't have good diet and you don't have enough vitamin D, then what happens is, is then you just weaken from that and you get stuck in the sludge of your own body. So our body, uh, our immune system wants that, okay, to, in order to protect, it's, it's this, okay, Shannon, hi Shannon, it, this is the force field on the Millennium Falcon, on the inside of the Millennium Falcon too, like in a really good spaceship, not only do you have a force field from protecting you from hitting meteors and, and some guy shooting at you from the outside, but, but also from the inside, which is you don't smack against the wall and, and turn into a smashed egg inside. There's an inside that protects from any type of, of damage. Well, that's what the vitamin D does inside our body. Okay. So now let's go to how does your body, okay. I know I can take my vitamin D and I'll talk about foods that we can eat that produce that are, and they all have a linkage. It's the sun. It's the sun. It's the light. It's the color. It's the sun. Here comes the, it's a sound. It's a music. It's all related because all of this comes from when you body, your body builds up its defense system. It comes from a stress. A stress that is designed to push on you and tear you apart. But if you get the right connection to the world and get it from things that have lived in those environments, that's why we get into the best in the food world in terms of are the green vegetables, are the animals that are the animal products that live in those things. And I'll talk about that, but it's, it's the same thing. People that get sun and animals and plants that get sun and then have the right minerals can Rubik's cube instead of turning it into a, a damage that's just like a radioactive thing that's going to tear you apart. It turns into a thing where it actually stimulates your proper and healthy growth. We overcome. Our body is designed to overcome the sun. Okay. That's the concept. Okay. So our body makes it from sunshine. Now this is, you're going to find this awesome. And we're going to find this too, which is that's why we have been so really fibbed on and really just the concept. We didn't get it. This is great. Hold on one second. I take a drink on this one and get ready for this one. Okay. Our body makes sunlight and it's the UVB and the UVA. The UVB is the thing that creates vitamin D. There's you all these different UV spectrums. Okay. And if you could see this on 
here, uh, you can't see it, but there's a picture and you're showing the wavelength in terms of what lights look like. When you see normal sunlight, it's this beautiful curve and it starts off with a blue light. It has a spike in blue light and then it goes over and then it drops down like a nice even one. Okay. And then we have all these incandescent lights and then we get into, and we see there, there, there's spikes all over the place, right? They give you these things, but each of the wavelengths is a different kind of color and it associates with those foods that are out there. Also, these colors do certain things to the different organs of your body. I'll get into that in a second. But so, um, when our body faces sunshine, and the UVB and the UVC, UVB um, is the thing that creates the vitamin D. UVA is the thing that creates the tanning, or they like to say it's the damage, but tanning is a response to the damage. Tanning is good. Tanning looks great. You feel good. Okay. Um, so we'll get into that in a minute, but uh, um, when we get full spectrum sunlight, okay, the ideal is about 20 minutes a day on let your short sleeves, tank top if you want to, shorts, if it's too cold for that, long sleeve, but take your hat off, take your sunglasses off, sit there, let it get on your face, let it get on your head and stuff like that. Okay. And then you can go back inside, right? And even, and usually it's, it's a 20 minute stint. People go, well, you can do five minutes here. Mm, yeah, kind of, but no, not really. It's really, you got to get enough to, how long should I charge that battery before I can go on this trip, fully charge that baby, you know, and that's what we'll give you about foot and anything more than that. Um, you then can have risking damage if you don't have the right preparation. If you have the right preparation, if your body's really healthy, now I'll give you, let me give you a story on this one. Um, we've all gotten sunburns. And I grew up on, you know, Lake Michigan and Walu Lake and in the Caribbean. And, and, you know, I got a lot of sun and I got sunburned lots of times. And I know how my body reacts to sunburns. And I know that there was a period when I was at my most unhealthy, which would have been in my, let's say, late 20s, early 30s of eating bad foods, not really taking care of my health, that I changed. I became the fat person that didn't like sweating. I didn't like the sun. I needed the, the sun was too hard on me. I needed, um, the air conditioning. I would just go from air conditioner, air conditioner. And I, I didn't, weren't at, wasn't at the beach long enough. And, and, and I had bad effects from it. And when I got sunburn, I would get sunburned easily. And the sun went, you know, those days where you get sunburned and it's like, ah, you have to lay on the bed just naked on like a white sheet and don't touch me in like the air even kind of hurts. Okay. And then it usually, how long does it take? You can definitely not go in the sun the next day for sure. Um, and I, but later in my life, as I got older and made these changes, fast forward to years of treating my health and saving my gallbladder and doing for myself what I do for other people and doing it long enough to fix these things and really, really become healthy. My wife and I, we went to the Dominican Republic. And one day, I like I think it was the first real day that we were there, I got that sunburn, right? Now, I had always heard these wife tales about, ah, oh, put butter on it, put some butter on that thing. And, and then other people were like, no, don't do that. Like it will make it worse. Well, I was feeling pretty good and pretty strong. And we they had a, a buffet there. And you know, it was kind of like Club Med. And they they had 
really good, those pats of butter, but it was European, really good European, French or something. I don't remember what it was. And I took a couple pats after I had made it past dinner, you know, with barely like my clothes on. It was like, okay, we need to go back to the room. You know how you start to kind of feel a little strange and woozy? And I knew I just had to get in bed. But what I did is I took a couple pats of that butter and instead of putting aloe on it and sit, because I knew the concept, which is good grass-fed butter is DHA. It's what your skin is made out of. And so that's what I did is I rubbed that butter on on my skin and then laid down and went to bed, okay? I then woke up the very next day knowing I would not, like, we have to cancel our plans because I'm not going to be able to be in the sun. It was this, I, I was woke up and I was suddenly tan and I didn't burn at all and I went scuba diving the next day and it, I didn't burn at all. And it was like, oh my God, I was completely overnight. My I was blown away. Overnight, my body absorbed because my minerals were up and I was healthy and stuff like that. And what happened is, is my body then converted that into, so here's the skinny on how does scientifically sun make it? What happens is we have what's called D receptor cells and the D receptor cells convert the cholesterol in your skin. It burns the fat and the cholesterol in your skin is where then that's where you make vitamin D. So think about it. It's kind of like, you know, Spock getting exposed to that radiation or like say taking a fat, a fat, so the cholesterol is in your cell, the fat in your skin cells becomes to be microwaved and then and then what happens is it then starts spitting out these uh, essentially energies that converts your own cells into then the vitamin D comes from that. You'll see later that when we get into well what's the high vitamin D foods? It's the fish, it's the oily meats, it's the these in particular thing, it's the oils and especially the fish and animal oils that spend a lot of time in the sun. The animals that, so, so um, the animals would be the high levels of eating it would be, um, you know, the red meat of lamb and grass-fed beef and ostrich and bison and uh, tuna. Now tuna, again, they live a little bit deeper water, but tuna and salmon and mackerel, these are the predatory fish. They eat a lot of, so they live on the little fish. They live on the anchovies. They live, which if you know anchovies, these are these schools like minnows. They're schools of fish, the little silver ones that are at the surface of the water at all times. They're getting tons of sunshine. So the sun, they eat the sunbathers. They eat the suntanners. They eat the one. That's why these, these little shrimp, or I'm not shrimp, but these little fish, are silvery is because they get so much sunshine. So their levels of vitamin D is high. And so then the animals that eat that are the vitamin D. That's why whale oil, you know, the old timey whale oil, there was, that was the best oil because it was so full. That's why the, the people that live in, in like the Inuits, the Eskimos or the Antarctic or whatever, they have they eat no anti antioxidants. They don't eat the frac, you know, the, the vegetables. They don't eat the greens. They don't eat very much because they don't get it, but they live on whale blubber and seal blubber and, 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 um, the salmon and stuff like that. They have the highest of the vitamin D levels. And in times when they really don't get any sun, they're out there, but they're covered up. You know, they're Eskimos when it's super cold, but they're eating it because they're eating these levels of, again, it traces back to the sun. Okay. So, 
this is again that fibby thing I was talking about, which is they didn't they tell us that fat was bad? Isn't fat bad? You should not and cholesterol. Cholesterol's bad. You are cholesterol. You eat cholesterol, you make cholesterol. And when that cholesterol gets sun damaged, if you have enough minerals, it becomes this essence of life of where you, you make your own force field. You make your own, come on, baby, I dare you, which is instead of cowering with the, no, don't get me virus. You know, just we'll put all these different coverings on. No, you become the jujitsu, like, boom. What are you going to do to me? Thank you. I may have another. You just may be stronger. That's what an antioxidant is. That's what a, a, so you can take these things in terms of, well, we heard the UVB, you know, or UVA is like, that's the skin cancer and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's for people who are living on stupid Doritos and stuff like that. That's for really unhealthy people. Yeah, of course, grandma, if you're going to be living that way in, in Stouffer's forever your whole life, then yes, okay, you can't handle nothing. You're falling apart. But the people that, and so that's why, Grandma, you need to change, and everyone needs to change, and eat better food, grow your food, buy people who do grow the food, don't fear the reaper, don't fear the, the oil, don't fear, again, the oil is good, good cholesterol is good, if you don't like the taste of it, develop a taste for it, take it as a supplement if you can't take the taste of it, but get your fish oil, get these things like that, and again, get your sunshine, get your sunshine. And then we're also going to get into in these northern climates are these some lights that you can do. And you'll, there's only one that's approved by the, you, uh, by the FDA. They say, oh, it's damaging and everything like that. Um, but it's out of stock. Mm, oh, interesting coincidence. Like you can't get it. Okay. So I'll tell you later what we did in our family. And I can just tell you it, it I, we feel better. Okay. And it's cheap and it's easy. And you can, if you got some of these risk problems, you can protect yourself. But, you know, get your good food and get your good sunshine. It's not a replacement for the sunshine. Um, all right. So uh, it, that's how our body, our body turns this into um, the right vitamin D. Okay. Then how do we eat that? Okay. Like I said, is, is uh, that on top of getting good sunshine? Because you want to get your levels naturally up as high as possible. The foods that are highest in it would be number one, pasture. Think about it. Chickens. Pasture, our chickens, a pasture raised egg. And if you want the legal binding of what you think you're buying, you think cage free is, no, cage free just is still in a building on, they're just not stacked on top of each other, crapping on top of each other. Okay. So, which is like the standard old, and again, you can see it in yolk, you know, get it just a regular old egg lens best or whatever. And crack that yolk, and it's barely yellow. It looks like highlighter yellow, like pale. Okay? A good chicken egg, or a duck egg, or a goose egg, or like what we have, or turkey egg. I mean, we're going up levels of the yolk is going to look orange. So a, a mediocre good leg, egg, egg yolk, and it's in the yolk. It's in the cholesterol. It's in the fat. They store the vitamin D. So a chicken's out there and getting sunshine all the time. Right. And digging around worms and, and, you know, and all plus what you feed them, they then convert that energy into the egg, which is the they the mommy creates an external womb. An egg is a umbilical cord attached to the baby growing. And it's I'm going to give you the best. I'm going to give you the best that you need to grow, including vitamin D. 
because the chickens are the respiratory problems in chickens is, is like it's really bad. They get lots of colds and stuff like that. However, good healthy chickens are able to fight that off. Okay, because they're making vitamin D all the time, they, and then they put that into their yolk. So. Yolks are the best. Um, then we get into the fish would be salmon and sardines and herring and mackerel and walleye and orange ruffy. Um, these types of things. There are the, the highest level of those particular vitamin D. Plus they also have K2. Now we get into the other thing, which is K2. Now, um, and then we get into the other meats, which is red meat, which would be again, grass fed beef. Um, lamb, bison, don't worry about the cholesterol in that because if you have good minerals, you're able to convert that, right? Um, liver, liver pate, this is some of the highest, uh, fatty tuna, tuna, the red stuff, that's like tuna steaks, very good high in vitamin D. Then we get into plants, and plants, there are vitamin D plants, and then vitamin T, K2. It's interesting, it's the plants that are out there in the garden the longest and develop the richest green or deepest colors. That's what they say, eat the colors. So um, lettuce, even the, like, you know, the uh, head lettuce. Head lettuce is one of the highest in K2, um, which is, here's interesting, okay, I don't care, you know, that hydroxychloroquine, blah, blah, blah. Okay, what is D3 with K2? What is K2? You want to know what K2 is called? It's called menaquinone. K2 is a quinone. A quinone, which is it creates oxygen. That's why it was used to fight a virus and fight the damage of your own immune system becoming a swamp from that whatever response. That's the problem. When you give a person oxygen to then convert the free radical damage. I'll get into this, okay? So oxygen is the key, but it's burned oxygen. It is what the sun does to the oxygen, especially the oxygen that's inside of fat. Fat is the answer, and fat is the thing that then converts into um, this response. Now, the plants that have the highest level of K2 are going to be your darkest, Your like I said, um, a lettuce, the, all of the green lettuces, spinach, cabbage, kale, turnip greens, all the greens, drink your greens, cauliflower, even though cauliflower is white, cauliflower is out there and gets the most sun. So the things, the greens tan, the greens, the things that get a suntan. Then we get into, um, are there some supplements? Yes, there's supplements. I think the best supplements is one where it is a, Vitamin D, so Premier Research Lab, Premier Research Labs makes a vitamin D3 with K2. So there's D2 and D3. D3 is the one we want. But there, it's made from a lichen. What's lichen? I lichen lichen. <laughs> lichen is those, those mossy things that grow on the rocks. It's what's a rock eater. It's a rock plant. Okay. So lichen are like, you know, you go to Ireland and it's like those, those, old granite rocks. Well, they're living on there and they're eating it. And that's what the reindeers eat. Reindeer meat is very, very high in, in other deers type of stuff that when they live on the tundra, they have lots of vitamin D in their body. Uh, their meat is great um, because they eat a lot of the lichen. And the lichen are these plants that are, they're not really a plant, they're, they are. And they, they don't photosynthesize, but they kind of do. But they don't need soil. They eat the rocks. They eat the minerals. So they're a mineral eater. Well, these are the highest forms of transmuting this energy of the sunlight into this vitamin D oil. Okay. And we're able to eat that. Okay. 
Uh, and then they also have a liquid. So what is the mega dose? You know, 5,000, they used to say 2,000. If your levels are perfect, if you're close to, let's say, um, you know, there's different ways of measuring it, but I'm going to go like the 100 scale. 100 is too much, 93, 94, 96. Uh, the lowest, like 88 is like, that's good, okay? But you find people that they get in the 30s and stuff like that. That's really low. I, I've known people have been like, you know, 15. That's really, really low. And those are the people that are going to be very, very sick and they need vitamin D. Um, but uh, so if you're really, really deficient, if you're, let's say, in your 30s, you should be taking between 10,000 to 20,000 of IUs. And if you can get also some natural sun a little bit, then that's good too. Okay. But then once you get up to, let's say in the eighties, early nineties, um, then you can back off and then you can go back down to like the 2000 IUs. But a vitamin D needs to be can with a K2. So if you take a vitamin D by itself, they also make it one of the same, like an oil, um, is you just eat some vitamin uh, K foods. You said that would be the greens. That would be stuff. Now, um, people get into, okay, now let's go, um, the damage. Well, the damage of being outside, you can convert that. So if you're in the early stages, if grandma's real old and hasn't really done this, then get her out there for about, you know, 20 minutes maximum, 10, and then cover her back up, put slather the stuff on. Mommy and daddy, don't worry about your kids, but feed them and get them on these nutrients. And then you can be out there all the time and uh and don't ever have to worry about it. is there ever a time where a human doesn't have to yeah when you get enough of suntan and your body developed and you have the right minerals and you have all this other stuff then like again going to the dominican republic and other places like that like, suntan lotion or, or like you know sunglasses what are you talking about like i work in the sugar cane like you know and these people are the happiest less least obese people i'd ever seen in my life and big and had all their teeth in their head and just like the epitome of healthy. Yes, poor, but pfft, poor what? Poor, they were rich in life. They were rich in health. They were rich in like the, the sunscreen. Are you kidding me? Like sleeves? Come on. Like, and it's not just because they were black people. Like I knew a, 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 like, like Dominican Republic and uh, all of these other islands, the Cayman Islands, just like, you get white people that live there and they're, you know, again, the, the scuba diver, you know, uh, trainer, whatever that I got certified way, way back when I think it was like Swedish, you know, <laughs> but there's this guy up there just like, you know, every single day, just tan and bronzed and just beautiful and happy, you know, and it was because they had this level of health. They were eating local foods and, and, and getting their vitamin D every day. So <clears throat> this is interesting, which is, can you get artificial lights? Yes, you can. And now it comes with a lot of them say, you know, with the UVA, you got to be worried about that skin cancer type of thing. As I said, get your nutrients up. And so we actually have, uh, there's a light that you can get. There's expensive lights, but you can get these cheap lights. Um, these reptile bulbs. We have a sauna, which is we turn the sauna on and we're lucky, but you can also just get it in a room and, or put it, you know, put it on like a light stand and just have one of these lights. It's a reptile bulb. And you can get them at these different stores. I look them in the, it's not incandescent. It is a, um, oh, uh, what is it? It's one of those spirally ones. It's an LED fluorescent. Okay. And 
don't put your face right up to it. And if you are concerned about the eyes, you can get those little UVB sunglasses or you can even, you know, those suntan glasses, okay? But don't, you know, we just kind of close your eyes and put your face. And you don't get super close to it. So even, you know, uh, maybe about like, you know, a feet, two, three, you know, three feet away is like you're still getting some from it. But, you know, spend a little time where you're almost kind of like, say, mm, uh, I would say about a foot and a half from it. Okay. And then you can also get another one, which is red light, which is just an incandescent bulb, the old timey bulbs. Uh, there's this, um, because again, it's a fire. It is, and it literally, so we think about like light bulbs, the old light bulbs where it's a filament, it's actually glowing red fire. And there's these old antique bulbs that you can get. You just have one of those and one of those UV, uh, B, UVB, UVA uh, reptile lights and mean about like three to 10 minutes a day, you know, and that's it. And then turn it off. And um, we've noticed that uh, it is like, that day you feel better. So the seasonal affective disorder. I remember seeing stories about, um, and I think they still do this, but it's, I get old National Geographics, but I sold, uh, or I'm sorry, saw these pictures of, I think these were like Swedish kids or the, again, they're Scandinavian kids in Russia to, um, <clears throat> places where, you know, they're up like, like they're youpers. They like, they live in <clears throat> way up there, uh, but way on the other side of the world. And the kids every day would have calisthenics, which is the, so these would have been, let's say, anything from kindergartners all the way up to, let's say, fifth grade, sixth grade. Um, what they would do is they would have them go, even in the wintertime, they would go outside and just their underwear and shoes. Now, keep in mind, you know, and this is a place where they have, you know, uh, communal saunas and stuff. A lot of people, like in other parts of the world, don't have the same type of hangups about, like, nakedness and don't, you know. So, and, and again, uh, it, they also have schools where they separate them and, you know, girls and boys and do them separately. So, but anyways, what they do is they'd have them go outside and then they'd have them come inside and then they had this great big bulb, a UVB, UVB, you know, that again, one of these bulbs I'm talking about, but a great big one that was standing on a stand and the kid would stand in front of him with those little glasses on, you know, the ones that you wear in like a tanning booth and just stand around there for about like, you know, five minutes and then put their clothes back on and then go back to school. And the reason is, is because if you don't do that, if you live in those high climates, the depression is so bad, the levels of alcoholism, the levels of um, suicide, the levels of mental illness and stuff like that. And then people get better in the sunshine, but the, they don't, they're at the times where they don't get enough. So they use these light therapies. Okay. So we got the, there's a, a reptile bulb called Exoterra. And um, again, it gives you both of them, but you're only using it a little bit. But I also found, too, there's this awesome, great color wheel. There's a whole world of color therapy, these different light bulbs and different bulbs that we can use. As And there's been so much research on it is done on this. So, again, where is the best colors of the rainbow? Out there in the world. Like, you can't get any better than God's natural sunshine. You get all of these things, okay? But then this also matches up to, when I was looking at it, like the foods, because here's the colors that we have we have on green. So I would say like green would be again, what's the green plants? Eat the really green um, you know, grasses and, and the green uh you know kale and spinach and all this other stuff. We go green, we go turquoise, we go blue, we go indigo, we go violet, purple, magenta, scarlet, red, orange, yellow, lemon, and back to green. Okay. 
So we can, again, take those foods. So like lemon is lemon. Well, it's interesting. Lemon's very acidic, but when you look in the color, which is what is lemon, that would be the color actually of the sun or lemon light, or uh, they make these glasses, stimulates the brain, increases the active of the thymus, alkalizes, it neutralizes acidity. So the eating colors of lemon is acid, but the, so they work, they're either ends of the spectrum. Whereas when you go to turquoise, which is on the other side of it, this depresses the brain, it acidifies. So a blueberry, right? A turquoise blue, blueberry, those blue fruits, is that's the thing on the other world of where a blueberry is actually alkalizing. So in the light world, it's kind of opposite. We go to, on the top, we got green, which is the green stuff that stimulates the pituitary the pituitary gland, which is the growth and everything like that, but it destroys rotting materials. Chlorophyll, chlorophyll, like the green stuff. I've always heard, you know, that was something you give a person with bad breath who has really stinky, poopy breath. And it's not just in their mouth because it's inside their guts. They got rotting stuff. And those are the people that you say, they should get a colon and go on green drinks because the green destroys bacteria and other microorganisms. It cleanses it, Okay. So the green foods plus the green colors of the sun do that. And the opposite is in the magenta, okay? I'm just bringing up some of them. I'm not going to do all of them. That stimulates the adrenal glands. That stimulates the heart, okay? Now think of a food that would be magenta or purple. What's that? That's wine, okay? So again, purple would be stimulates the veins, depresses the kidneys. You drink too much wine, it's bad for your kidneys, but just enough. It keeps you happy, Um it is an emotional, um, that's, uh, equal, uh, equilibrator, but also it builds the blood and stuff like that. And then next to that, we then have red, which is builds red blood cells, gets oxygen. The red light, okay, when I say if you put the UVA, which causes some of the damage, but with that incandescent red light at the same time, that heals cold burns, x-rays, UVB damage, okay? So, for what they say, the possible damage that can come from the UVA, if you combine it with a red light, it, it's an antidote. And now you actually heal from the damage at the same time, thereby getting the benefit. But I like to think of this, like I said, the color therapy. Take this and look at foods. Look at the different foods. A banana is yellow, okay? Um, we get into orange, which an orange stimulates the respiratory system. Um, antispasmodic stimulates the stomach. So orange juice is, that's why some people, when they don't have enough minerals, they drink the orange juice uh, and it burns. They got an acidic stomach. It should do the opposite. If you're really good and healthy, when you were healthy as a kid, the orange juice was really good to your stomach. But as you get older and your acid goes down on the stomach and acid makes the sugar acid makes these other weird type of things because it turns into this lack. It's weird. So it's a weird chemical type of thing. When you don't have enough, boom, the, the whole thing goes out of control. But when you start bringing back into control, and again, it's, it's the plants that we're talking about that get the sunshine. And the colors of them in the spectrum, that's why the blueberry, the red beets, the this, the that, these colors, what they are is just they're representative of a plant that lived in that sunshine and condensed and harmonized those energies into its flesh. And when you eat that flesh, it then gives itself and it gives that, that 
repair job. So now let's go into the repair job of if there's any signs of damage of UBA or any of these other things, what is the damage? It's the same damage that comes from your virus or your bacteria taking over your body and then your immune system just just working so hard that you build up all of these what's called free radicals. A free radical is a oxygen. An oxygen, that's the number one thing that's a free radical. So now let's zoom into the little, you know, scientific, you know, let's put on our doctor science hat and go in and see what damage is. Okay. So let's say from the UVA. The UVA comes in. Okay. It's one of these wavelengths and it hits your skin. Remember how I talked about it starts to vaporize, literally starts to vaporize your cholesterol in your skin. If there's not enough of the nutrients in it, then what happens is, is as that thing starts to vaporize, as the microwave starts to cook you, what happens is, is if you're not healthy enough, what spits out of it is a stray oxygen. So oxygen is always O2 oxygen. So O1, you, there should be a just a one single atom of oxygen. A one single atom of oxygen is like the Tasmanian devil, and it's like... And it starts pinging off of things. And it literally will blow through. It's a bullet. Okay? And it's because it's supposed to be bonded with it. It likes a pair. An oxygen, an O2. And then we also have O3, which is that's going to be ozone. Okay? That comes from when you have electricity and you when you first turn on like a light bulb, you get that whiff, that smell. That's ozone. That's three oxygens. That's also very stable. It's also so O2 and O3 kills the things that are the bad eaters. It is the life in the blood and the things that try to destroy the life of blood and eat the blood. The vampires that eat the blood, they don't like oxygen. They like methane. They like these other, they like the alcohols. They like these other things, okay? So then oxygen, O2, really likes to bond to hydrogen. And hydrogen then, which is the number one, it's the very first one, and that's the energy. There's life in the hydrogen atom. The hydrogen atom is the life of the Fibonacci sequence, and there's so much science in that. Oxygen then binds to it. Now we got water. Now you have water, okay? Now we can also have another one, which is hydrogen peroxide, which is an H and a, an ozone. And now the hydrogen peroxide, what does it do? When you floss with it or put it in your, your mouth or pour it down the drain, it kills bacteria, it kills microbes. So the oxygen literally attacks the bad guys. But if we don't have enough strength and we don't have enough energy, what happens is this vaporization of our process releases these Tasmanian devils of, of an O, single oxygen. And it's racing around, bouncing into stuff. Now, an antioxidant is a food that releases, so that's why a quinone, which is the hydroxychloroquine, it creates an O2 molecule. It creates oxygen that already is, now it's a pair that is ready, so a singlet cannot grab onto another singlet. So it's like these two things, like the two singles in a bar will never hook up with each other, right? They just won't. They're too desperate. And so they got to look for somebody who's already bought. So the first choice, like in a bar, is to actually go, go with somebody who's unhappy with somebody they're with right now. Like they steal, right? Well, so a good couple like a good preaching couple, like go in a couple. If you're going to go, that's where it said, you know, Jesus said, well, if you're going to go door to door, do two of them, put two of you together because then you have power. 
then you have power to defend against them and you have power to capture them and grab onto them and then bring them into a trifold, which is now you're not alone and now you're happy and now you don't have to go crazy anymore. And now the singlet oxygen then becomes captured and now it, it diffuses the bomb. And that's what an antioxidant is, is it heals free radical damage by putting this this happy pair out there or just a, a, a good, the energy is right and nothing can tear them apart. And they are there to attract and they attract and they neutralize free radicals. Okay. So um, that's what the foods do. So the antioxidants and the highest antioxidants are those colored foods, those fruits and vegetables and animals that have converted that they got the minerals and they're healthy and they Rubik's cubed it and fixed it for you and said, here, take this. And if you ever need to <laughs> decode the bomb, this is what it is. And so, uh, and it can come from all these outside sources and our body's able to go num, 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 num. It's able to take those and apply those to our body. But again, let's go back to the very beginning. I wanted to name this title. You are the best vitamin D. The best vitamin D comes from healthy sunshine that you are then to able to convert by the radiation of your own cholesterol. So your good cholesterol that you've stuffed into your body. That's why as you get healthier and healthier and healthier is that when you get this free radical damage, whatever, it actually makes you stronger because I have stored in my fat cells as it was years of crappy fat and trans fats, but it's been years of the good stuff, the good stuff. And I squeezed out the bad and put in the good. And now what comes out of me when I'm squeezed is the best is, is a, a perfect harmony of like, you know, the perfect knapsack to go on that journey. Like you thought of everything. That was awesome. You like even not just for my survival, what you prepared for, like, if we ever found a place where we wanted to have a picnic and a party, you know, and really enjoy ourselves. That's what a fat cell is, is it's that production of that. So that's why cholesterol is good. The good cholesterol, get the bad cholesterol out, put the good cholesterol in, feed on this stuff, and then get exposed to these things so that you can make your own. Just, just, <laughs> this is Jason Eagle, your natural health authority. Until next time, bye-bye.